Welcome to room 4216. I'm so glad you've come. Reading the Bible can be difficult. Not to mention understanding it. Having a disability, whether blindness or another, can be difficult too. Sometimes a person wonders if God is even there. Yeah, but in room 4216... God shows us his path and we find... We are not alone. Hello, and thanks for joining Pastor Dave and me in room 4216. Okay, what am I supposed to do now? All right, take that hard drive that I just gave you. Yeah. And... Plug it into your computer. Yeah. Okay, it's in. Now what? Okay. Now then, uh, see if you can find the hard drive on your computer. (sighs) It'll be labeled Cecilia's External. What am I looking for? It's a surprise. I hate computers. I hate moving around. I get so lost in the computer. I know. Okay. I know. There, you found it. All right. Now hit enter. All right. Is that what you want? No. Keep going. What do you want? Just keep going. You drive me crazy. I know. Books. Nope. Downloads. Oh, got a lot of good stuff in there, but keep um, going. Please. All right. Games. No. Oh, you... oh. I know. Me and my games. That's the one you need to hit enter on. Oh, finally. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now what? Now then, go down and you will see. Okay. Something. No, Again, keep going. Some... No. Not quite. No. I love that show. I can uh, spend hours on watch, yeah, we, listening we to that show. We don't have hours I'll, here, please. I'll, all right, all right. Down there one more time. The Story Out East. The Story Out East. What's that? Ask me no questions. I tell you no lies. <sighs> Just so hit what enter. Want? Yes. All right, I'll hit enter. Our story begins with Elizabeth leaving Just the... Just call me Liz. Okay, our story begins with Liz leaving the Mississippi farm with all its charm, safety, and crops aplenty. Charm? On it with two boards missing from the bedroom walls. When it rains, it leaks like a sieve. Oh, well, uh... And safety? We had four tornadoes go through here last week. Oh, well, uh... And as for crops aplenty, sure, if you want turnips for breakfast and rutabagas for lunch and Brussels sprouts for supper. Excuse me, uh, don't you mean Brussels sprouts? Honey child, if you ate them every night, you'd be pouting too. So Elizabeth leaves That's the farm... Liz... Liz leaves the farm to make it big. Are you saying I got a weight problem? Um, um, well, Hey, n- no. I tried all them diets, you know, and I let me tell you something. They ain't what they's advertised to be. So Liz leaves the farm and becomes a bona fide city gal. Drip, brownstones are the life for me. City swingin's where I wanna be. Mobs of people and the smells are rife. Keep that farming, but give me that city life. And while in the city, she meets a fellow. Hi there. Wanna get married? And so they do. 
They have a baby. And another. They start a pizza joint. Hello? What do you want to order? Life was going good, and Elizabeth was... Hey, Mr. It's Liz. Uh, life was going good, and Liz was happy. Happy? Where'd you get the idea that taking care of a husband and two boys and a pizza joint would make me happy? Well, it uh, uh, says it right here in the script, ma'am. Script? Let me see that. I don't know who wrote this, but whoever it was, they didn't talk to me first. Shh, no one talks to me first. They just assume. <clears throat> uh, g going on with the story, first one son got married, and then the other son got married. Married? Daughters-in-law? Extra hands to help with work? Now I'm happy. With everybody helping in the pizza joint, things were picking up. You might say we was rising to the occasion. But then things turned different and the family was rolling under the dough. Hey, uh, wait a minute. Don't you mean we was rolling in the dough? Actually, no. It was under. Your husband was experimenting with the dough recipe. Oh, and that's in schmuck. Instead of making it four times better, it made it four times as big and gooey, and it jumped out of the mixer and covered him. And he was dead. I told him not to mess with the recipe, but did he listen to me? No, of course not. The very next week, the two boys were helping the truck driver back up to the loading dock to unload his semi-truck full of cut onions, and when the truck driver dumped the onions, he did not see the boys behind the truck. What, are you blind or something? And they drowned in the cut onions. Sheesh. That really stinks. Yes, it was a very sad day in no, the household. No, no, I mean it really stunk. Like, everyone who came to the funeral thought my two boys was country onion farmers. And just a week later, the other shoe dropped. Taxes do. And the taxes were so severe that the taxman took the whole pizza joint. Use pizza pans for sale. That week also, Liz had hey, three... call me Elizabeth. But you asked me to call you Liz. That was when I was living. The script says you're alive, but your husband's and two sons died. I only got one husband. Oh. And Mr. Narrator person. Yo. It looks on the script like uh, I should be living. But with two sons died and my husband died, do I look like I'm living? And with that, she also told her daughters to go back to their families. Go back to the Bronx. Marry someone else. I one, got no life. One daughter did so. Bye-bye. But the other did not. Mommy, I'm going with you. Yeesh. No stores. The chores. 
No more Times Square. Lots of fresh air. Goodbye, city life. Mommy, you are my life. Green Acres, we are there. Moving from a modern-day melodrama, we find many similarities to the story of Ruth. In chapter 1, it tells us that there was a man and his wife, whose name was Naomi, and there was a famine in their land, and so they went from Bethlehem to the land of Moab with their two sons, and their two sons married two Moabite women, and not long after that, both the husband and the sons died. And Naomi decided, after hearing that the Lord had aided her people, she decided to go back to Bethlehem again. So she said to her daughters, Go back to your people. Go back to your gods. Now why would she say, Go back to your gods? The gods of Moab? It does remind us of an earlier Bible study, doesn't it? Jonah with the uh, gods of a regional area. Yeah, and the sailors were saying, Mm -hmm. what region are you from? Which gods did you displease? Mm -hmm. And that was the common belief. And at this point, I think Naomi was thinking she's in Moab, so Ruth and Orpah were from Moab. Stay with those gods. I'm going to go back to my god. Ruth's response, though, was astounding. Don't urge me to leave you or to turn back from you. Where you go, I will go. And where you stay, I will stay. Your people will be my people. And your God, my God. Where you die, I will die. And there I will be buried. May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely, if anything but death separates you and me. Ruth said, May the Lord deal with me, be it ever so severely. With these words, Ruth is either showing greater depth and wisdom of her faith, or she is totally stabbing her family, and heritage in the back. (laughs) Knowing a bit of the story that comes, which we'll get to in a bit, I think it's the former. She is showing greater depth of faith, for she shifts from the local gods to the Lord, demonstrating that she wants to serve the Lord because he is over all. Thank you. 
The book of Ruth took place during the time of the judges. The Israelites had reached the promised land. They had been there for a while. And now they were experiencing a time of moral degeneracy. Their values weren't the best. National disunity. There were 12 tribes, and they couldn't agree, so they started bickering. And foreign oppression. The enemies took advantage of their bickering and decided to make trouble for them. The book of Judges actually depicts a four-fold theme that keeps repeating. In each of these, we find reflected in what Cecilia just said. A savior or judge comes and delivers them. Number two, the people lapse back into the old ways. Three, God hands them over to their enemies uh, to help them understand that they're not with God and they're far away. Four, God sends a judge to deliver them, and they worship God again during that generation. It was hard to find uh, people with morals and values that would hold true. And so this story of Ruth brings an inside look to a family that shows devotion to one another. A foreigner taking time her whole life to give to a mother-in-law? We'll find out in the next chapters as well about Boaz, who went beyond the word kindness because he actually was a kinsman redeemer. Certainly, the book of Ruth and the story of Ruth demonstrates that God's way is not one of blood. It's a way of redemption and faith, devotion, and service. John chapter 1, verses 10 and following. He was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet to all those who received him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God, children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision, or the husband's will, but born of God. Pastor Dave, this is a pretty short podcast. We're wrapping up already? Yeah, well, some of them are shorter than others. Well, there's always more where that came from. You aren't going to make me look on your computer for another story, are you? Another story? Oh, dear. Sure, why not? You know, I've got this great one. All right, all right. Ouch! Join us next week. But if you have any questions, comments, concerns, issues, or hate mail for her. Oh, hate mail for him. You can send it to info. I-N-F-O. At. Not dash alone. N-O-T dash A-L-O-N-E dot. Dot net. Net. N-E-T. And as always. We we are are not alone. alone.
do come back again to room 4216. Credits. Our sincere thanks go to Terry Nord and Robert Vaughn for their interlude music. This will be our last take. <laughs> and the truck driver dumped the onions, but he did not see the brothers, and so smothered them in the onions. And they died. Yeah, it really stinks. Yes, it was a sad day. No, no, I mean it really stunk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and because the taxes on the pizza joint were so severe, the taxman took away the pizza joint. Used pizza pans for sale. That week she not only lost the pizza joint, but had three funerals. I think I goofed you my must line. <laughs> Liz ended up having three... Hey, call me Liz. Dig, <laughs> And the taxes were so bad that the pizza man decided to <laughs> eat the taxes. Yeah, really? Oh, dear. Uh-oh. Segment 2K, take 47. At <laughs> least that's what it seems like to this man, and that's the way it was.